There it is. Right in your ear hole. Live in your hole of wax. Yeah. Welcome to Uncle Weepy's Depression Dungeon. The least helpful self-help podcast. Here are your hosts, Paul Armstrong and Jeremy Fuchsa. It's a nice thunderstorm here right now. So. Mm. Oh, so we might we might be getting ready to lose you in in, in your flooded, wet internet. We don't often get uh, uh, you know blackouts, oddly enough. Well, that's good. Uh, new internet tomorrow. Coming. Oh yay! New internet. Yay! We're, we're going having... from twenty to four hundred. What are you gonna do with all that pipe? Download illegal shit. There you go. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, it's hard to believe that we've had five people in this house relying on just twenty. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's gonna be a whole new world, man. You're gonna be changing the world for the better you could uh you know fold uh whatever that is that people time fold. Oh. yeah well you know <laughs> the the little you know origami fo- fold at home things the, like the satellite supercomputers you know what i'm talking about don't you i don't know <laughs> I'm trying, trying to. I'm trying to figure out. I know what I'm talking about right now. A tesseract? Oh my god! No, there's a thing. There was a thing. (laughs) I don't know. It used. It used extra. It used extra. Just just leave it at that. It's extra. Ignore me. I. It's. It's been a weird day, man. It's a Wednesday. Oh God! Yeah. Yeah. So I know that uh, a couple of weeks ago you officially announced the you were f- looking for yes work. yes how's that's that kinda, going that's kind of what's made it a weird day oh um you know it's going it's going really well you wouldn't know it by looking at me but um it's it's going well you know I I have had a a number of people contact me with opportunities i've had a lot of in you know initial phone calls yeah um so many that i'm kind of losing track of who is what and what is who and what job i and and i'm starting to get confused Mm. (laughs) which is not good Mm -mm. Um, (laughs) are these all local to kc have you talked about even maybe moving back to oklahoma or i have had one well, I guess I've had two phone interviews with a place in Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. and the last phone call from, and see, I can't even remember if it was this week or last week. That's just how this has gone. They want to fly me down to Oklahoma City and have a day's worth of interviews down there. The Damn. job would be remote. Oh. For at least, for at least nine months. That's not bad. Yeah, so 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 that so so I'm kind of down with that. I don't know. I have some some super mixed feelings about about going back to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, well, how would how would Robin feel about you moving? Um, I mean, she's you know she's kind of like whatever at this point, and I, so I, did she? Is, I thought she worked, or is she? No, no, she's she's trying to she's trying to find a job too. She had okay. been she had been interviewing at a couple of places, and one of the places she 
She didn't get the job. Um, she the place that she worked two places ago she's talked to and they want to take her back and she probably will be starting there within a couple of weeks i don't know it's that your part pref, is, your pref is to stay in town i would my, yeah i mean yeah. my yeah it is i uh you know it's just it's yeah i've got a i've got a day's worth of interviews plus a design test on friday i'd be curious to see what your design test is i had to create one yeah, it's not. It's not easy. Yeah, because you want it to be applicable to what they might be going into, but you yep. also want to make sure that you're getting the skills to know that they can handle anything. Yeah, no, that's vague, but you know what I mean. Like, oh, I know. Hey, I know. A, that's. I'll be interested to see what that. Yeah, because uh, I got. Are the, you doing I, it in in an office? Yeah. So they're going to be watching you. I don't know if they're going to be watching me, but I'm uh, but I'm going to be there. Yes, while while I, <laughs> they're going to have a hidden camera. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> like, watch what he does. He doesn't know this. Is a... I'm really interested to see that's how cool. that's going to go. Yeah, I, that sounds fun. I honestly am am really really hoping for for this job. It is so different from anything that I have that I have done, and it's... and yes, and it's one of those things. I know a ton of people that work there. Oh yeah, and when they work there. They don't leave. Are they super corporate-y? Like you would have to have dress code? And oh, I'm all sure. That? Yeah, I'm sure there's a yeah. little bit of dress code and all that stuff. But I mean, That's it's true. not. It's not like you know. Hopefully, not a suit. No, it's not, not a, tie. a suit and a tie. Lab coat. Lab coat. Oh God, I wish. <laughs> I sure go, hope so. You should go to the interview tomorrow in a lab coat <laughs> and have a cane or and a monocle oh, or something. And just I just, hadn't even thought of that, but just yes. make an impression right yes, off the bat. Yes, lab like, coat. Good day, my lord. Yes. <laughs> so they won't ever forget you. You're like no, they yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he's gonna do, but man left an impression. Mm -hmm. Which is not to say like shit on a desk before you leave. It's more of a, you know. No, no. Develop a <laughs> shit, quirk. Shitting on a shitting on a stump. <laughs> Wait, what is? What is? I heard a story about someone yeah, you shitting did. on a you, log. Yeah, what is did. it from? You did. You thought you you heard it. You know it. You know what, the story. Wait, why do I know the story? What is it from? It it's came from Harmontown. Oh, that's right. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> But shitting on the the cleanly <laughs> the cut stump, it just looks so nice and clean. <laughs> Some and new just... fetish that everyone realized. Oh shit, that does sound like a good thing to do. Yeah. Mm. Shit stump is a great thing. I'm gonna look for one. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. Harmontown. That's right. I'm like, why do I know I've heard this story? I listen to so many podcasts driving for vacation. And I can't remember. Oh, I'm sure. Just like you don't know what day it is and who you're talking to. I can't remember where I've heard anything. Like, yeah, I heard a story, and I, I heard don't a story about where. shitting on a stump. Yeah, I knew it. Where it might have been on my favorite murder. I don't know. <sighs> oh boy. Well, I'm glad that's going well. That's yeah, it's yeah, it's going well, but yeah, it's it's just it's 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 starting to get a little overwhelming. And I had sure. I got you know, and of course I've I've gotten a few you know feedback pieces back and forth. Oh, and I had I, did we talk about the first interview that I had? Mm -mm. No, no, I have not heard no? the story. Okay, no. so there's another place I think would be really really cool that I interviewed. Um, it uh, another user experience job. Although I'm not exactly, you know, I'm not sure how they're defining user experience on this one. But either way, I think it would be something that I would be into. It is a company here that makes uh, interactive kiosks for 
museums and okay. and sports yeah. stadiums and sure. and so like you know touchscreen interface type. Oh stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like when I took the tour of the of the place after after the interview, they had uh, in their in their tech lab. They were doing some stuff for Cerner, interestingly enough, huh. um, that they were using LED floor tiles. That they were the same floor tiles that they that they used in the opening and closing ceremonies at the uh, Beijing Olympics mm-hmm. or the whatever the hell last Olympics were. And they're like, I think we're the first people in North America to use these. And and I mean, it was like crazy, you know. And they were like programming. You know, being able to show video on them and interact with you know, so stuff would nice. happen up on a screen and then it would yeah, go yeah. down onto the floor and and I was like, yeah, mm. I'd be way into that. So there are a couple of things, a couple of things that I, I think are I think are interesting. I just need to keep track of who called what and um, I think I need to stop. Uh, of course, I've had you know a million LinkedIn recruiters. Really? Going, you know, because you, you because have, you because uh, you said you were looking for work. They came yes. to you, or oh okay. gosh, yes. Oh, oh man, oh man, boy, did they! And I, I mean, I have had you know. Tons it seems like of, a good time to find a job too. No, I'm excited for it. I'm excited where yeah. this goes. Something like you cool. You're all looking for UX stuff or product designer. That's a new. That's yeah. the title we're going after. Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know all of the developer positions that I have mm-hmm. kind of been going. Yeah, sure, why not? I mean, they've all kind yeah. of come back with, no, they decided to pass on you. Uh, you know, and is, I, it, and is it? Have they told you why? They they did forward me on feedback from one from one person. Okay, um, and they're like they're like his resume is way too design centric, and oh. uh, and I worked I worked with some of his code at a previous job, and so I'll just pass. And I was like, oh. wait wait a second, what the That's fuck a does that slap mean? Slap in the face. I there. know. I was That's like, hold, hold on. Do you know and who so, it was? Well, I went and I, I went and I and and you went to the uh, office and nagged him. Well, <laughs> you know, it, it, it was a guy I had no idea who it was. He was at a place years after, you know. I oh, was he was there. dealing with something from. Yeah, he was dealing with some legacy code that I so, had yeah, done two I, to three years prior, and even to that point. I haven't been at this place that he worked at for six years. So, yeah. you know. Code changes very quickly. Fuck you, neckbeard. To That's also, what I say. I, people get rare proprietary about their coding techniques oh, and yeah. the way they structure stuff. And, like, it's fine. It's, 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 if the software isn't buggy, is effective, isn't slow, sluggish, full of holes, whatever like that, if it functions and does what the task did, then it's semantics and you're just being a dick about it. Exactly. Well, I mean, and and let's also, let's also be real. It was, you know, if, if he worked on something that I was working on at that time, it was a marketing website that basically said, Hey, buy some horse drugs. Mm -hmm. So let's not get too fancy, sir. Let's not get on a high horse. Yeah. Oh yeah. Woo. How's your mental? How's your mental state with all of this? Well, today it has not been good. Today Mm. has been has been has been rough. I have I just was oh I was I was very grumpy today. Very snippy, snappy. Are you? Is it panic or like are you? Yeah, I think I think there's a little bit of panic. You know, I I I I think there's um, 
an aspect of it that's like I'm I'm starting to you know I've gone past the oh god this is something that I have to do but I don't really want to do it to, into something like hey I'm kind of excited about this because this all sounds kind of cool and you know you kind of want it to hurry up and whatever's going to happen happen so you know there's that point so there's a little yeah. bit of anxiety good anxiety but still anxiety sure about you know let's just let's just let's get on with this. And then there's the anxiety of, oh, dear God, every single one of these things is going to, you know, <laughs> fall through the floor. They're going to pass. All of them are yeah, going to pass. Yeah, every single one yeah. of them are going to pass. And I've just spent two months doing all this when I could have been going and getting more more work. And now I don't have any work. And now I'm fucked. You know, so there's that. Um, yep. And then, and then, and then, yeah, and then there's the whole. I'm just starting to have a hard time keeping track of of who said what and what did what. Are you sleeping? So, um, I am. Okay, I am. Uh, I just know when I have major anxiety, if I either am not eating well or not yeah. sleeping well. Which well, just... I, I have started taking some some over the counter sleeping pills. Which has oh, helped. Yeah. Which has yeah. helped. Um, I've only been doing that for like about three days, but um, I've been sleeping well. But I also have been. I also have been noticing like when I wake up, I'm really sore, and I think it's oh. probably because it just knocks me out so much I don't move. Move right. Yeah, and I'm just like, ah. Uh, so. So you hurt. You're sleeping well. Yeah, but now I'm your sleeping well, but pain. then I wake up and I'm like, ow. Which can make you grumpy. It makes you. It's a amazing grumpy. how. Uh, at least what I've noticed is how my psyche, my um, my emotional state, is so dependent upon a physical state. Yeah, yeah. Like if I like, I may not realize that I have a lower back pain or something or whatever, and throughout the day I just get more and more either angry or anxious or whatever, and then I was like, oh, it's because I have this pain. All I need to do is just take some Tylenol, and maybe I'll be better. Like it's not necessarily something that needs. Anti-exam, you know, like a, a dose of Xanax or something like that. It's just like, oh, it's something else that's exasperating my anxiety because my body is off. Yeah. But then there are certainly times when it's just anxiety and I need to take Xanax and chill the fuck out. Like flying. Yeah, yeah. No, no bueno with flying, eh? <sighs> have we talked about my flying fears? No, we have not talked about your flying fears. Let's talk about that. Sure, we can. Uh, it started when I started flying more. Like when I was a tour monster, I did a lot of speaking and I did a lot of flying and a lot of traveling at least once a month. And the more I flew, the more anxious I got. And I don't know why. I think huh. it might have... Uh, there was one flight that was super turbulent. Mm-hmm. And it just... it. Oh, no. Actually, it wasn't even to work. It was family vacation. We were going to Disney, and it was a super turbulent flight, and my kids were freaking out, which freaked me out for them. There and you I think go. from that, I think that fear was the fear of losing them, which I just transferred upon myself. And now every time I fly, I, I, any turbulence, I am death grips. You know, like, yeah. we're going to die. Kind of takes die. you back to that. And, and it's because I'm alone. I'm like, I'm never going to say bye to the kids. I'm going to die alone. And they're going to be left with nothing. Like, it's just, you know, the spiral. The yeah. spiral of, yeah, of yeah. all illogical. Doesn't matter. Everyone's like, you know, just take a deep breath and realize that flying is safe. I'm like, fuck off. Fuck you. Doesn't help me at all. You know, like, don't tell me what I know. You know, like, it, uh, there's no getting out of that sort of 
spiral. So like I just every time I would fly, I sweaty, panicky. I would drink a lot before, uh huh, which didn't really help. Yeah, because I'd forget shit or whatever. Then that's when I finally went to the doctor. And I'm like, I am panicking, like literally having panic attacks the night before I fly. Yeah, like I'm up all night. I'm sweaty all night. I get nauseous and have you know coming out both holes kind of upset just about flying he's like well you just need some xanax i'm like oh is it that easy he's like yeah yeah yeah, sure so it's just like gave me xanax i took it right before the flight and i was still a little panicky even with taking one but it helped a little bit yeah it it rounds those edges off pretty well it does decently well but yeah it's it like it was in my mind, like the more I fly, the more chances something go wrong, the odds go up. You know, like I just that's what my brain was telling me. Yeah. Even though driving, I've driven forever. I never panic before going in a car. I think it's a control thing as well. You're in control of a car, you're in control of where you can go, where you can steer. I don't see where an airplane is going. I don't know how to fly an airplane and I don't know what a a pilot is encountering and has to counterbalance. Like I remember listening yeah. to uh 99% visible episode about autopilot. It was a pretty good episode. It was just about, they are talking about uh, driverless cars and how we could take a lesson from autopilot and stuff like that. And I was talking about how most plane crashes happen because pilots take over. They huh. battle autopilot with their own intuition and fear. They counterbalance something that would be corrected if they just let it go. But they overdo it. They oversteer. They over the airplanes fighting them on what they're trying to. And like a lot of accidents happens because of pilot error, not because of our autopilot feature. Yeah, which just freaked me out. I'm like, oh great, we're gonna have autopilot go out. And my pilot's gonna think he's a hero, and is he just gonna crash us into <laughs> into a mountain? I will <laughs> save us. <laughs> yeah, just, it wasn't good. Like listening uh, to that, it was interesting, but it made me sure panic more. But. Now, were you listening to that on a flight? <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Okay, well, Thankfully, I haven't flown as much, but it's, yeah, uh, it's, you know, back when back when I flew a lot, you know, and going to new business pitches, and yeah, when I was speaking around places, you know, when we would fly, yeah, I I got to where I would drink a ton at the at the airport yep. and i mean part of it was uh, I, I you know it, it wasn't plus flying sucks it yeah sucks. i mean it wasn't really overt anxiety and fear about flying it wasn't you know but it's just kind of like i'm all by myself i don't have anything else to do might as well <laughs> eat a shitty airport steak and yeah. drink a ton you know yeah that's what i would typically do i would go to a breakfast place because that was always an early flight yeah. Get some greasy steak and eggs or something like that. Chase it down with something and just be like, hopefully I can get through this shit storm. And then you don't fit in the seats. You're all crowded. Everyone's stressed out and angry. Like, it's not conducive to anyone with anxiety flying. No. No, it's not. None of it. None of it is. Mm-hmm. It's the anxiety of getting there on time, the anxiety of getting your luggage on, yep. the anxiety of getting through metal detectors and the TSA and getting to your gate and then making sure you're checked in and then everyone lining up and waiting, even they they haven't called anything. They're like, I'm in line. I'm in line. I'm in line. I'm ready. Like, do you have a fucking assigned seat? Calm the fuck down. But, you know, 
But I am in line. I'm in line. Everyone's amped up. You get on the plane and it's crowded and babies crying and asshole old people who just, you know, want everything the way they want it. And that's me talking about myself. But yeah, it's not <laughs> it's not conducive to to keeping a calm and level headed experience at all. Yeah. And it's only only get worse. Like if you have you seen those semi standing seats they want to start putting in planes? I have. I God. have. Those are not fun looking. That looks terrible. Like Yeah. I, oh. I don't think it's how tall are you? You're probably I'm six height. four. Yeah, me too. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. Like it you know like the the top of the headrest will be in your low like your right below mm-hmm. your neck where it's like yep. hitting you and you're like this is uncomfortable. Yep. Great. Your, your head's just gonna flop around. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Ugh. We're just cattle. Why we'll just put some straps and we'll stand and hold on. Let's just do that. Let's make it a subway in the air. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, well, you know what? I mean why crowd not? us in. Who why the fuck not? cares? I mean, that's just what they're going to do. Let's just crowd us in, make sure we're balanced so the plane isn't all tippy-toppy and take off. We'll be fine. (laughs) Let's put us in little clear tubes. (laughs) Fill it with gas, knock us out. Actually, that would be amazing. That actually would be pretty great. (laughs) I would love to be knocked out. That would be pretty great. Put me in. Actually, what would be amazing is to put me in a Luke Skywalker tube of water kind of thing. Ooh, yeah. Back to tank. But then, so then any turbulence you wouldn't feel. Right, Cause yeah, because be you're just there. you're just rude. Yeah, yeah. Sure. shit. Mm. Aquaplanes, aquaplanes. Hey, did you know that we have after show content? We do. We do. We have after show content. We do it, talk it, a it, lot. We do talk a lot, and so as a matter of fact, we have almost enough. equal length episodes like two every time we publish an episode we basically have two and so we have a super secret special feed for our whole second secret show which is contains uh you know things that that are continuations of con of conversations completely different and i was thinking about that because i was as i was looking how you shared on Facebook today about about the latest episode. I was like, ha, huh, there's you just mentioned a topic that's not in the show. Oh. <laughs> but that's I okay. Just, I knew we talked about it. You knew you talked about it, but it's not in the show, but it's mm. in the after show, in the super secret after show. And there's only way there's only one way to get that stuff. What would that be? Well, the best way, or actually the only way to get that stuff is by going to patreon.com slash uncle weepy and becoming one of our one of our supporters and w- once you do that uh, for five only five dollars a month once you do that you get your own special private RSS feed that you can then subscribe get basically two for the price of five dollars. You know, so you get the regular show, then you get the after show, and there are two lost episodes on that special super secret RSS feed that we never even released. So it's even extra, even more extra than that. Nice. I know. You might get some magical spells. Well, <laughs> maybe a recipe for 
secret liquor. I don't know. I'm making well, stuff I'm, up, but well, anything can happen. Actually, actually, I think that's good because we need to get creative because there there are actually three levels of support that people could give. So they could give the five dollar support, which you know gives you the super secret after show feed that contains the bonus content. That that's our that's our Uncle Weepy support group level. That's five dollars. Ten dollars a month is our therapist level. And so you get that feed, plus we say thank you after, during each episode. And then the show producer's level, which is $20 or more, you know, it's kind of like those party flyers, 2 o'clock to question mark, $20 to question mark. You get the feed, we talk about you, and then we'll figure out some fun present to give you twice a year. Could be a super secret cocktail. We don't know. Yeah. And and it says and it says as such on Patreon. It just says we're not sure what the gifts are, but we'll make them cool. We swear. Yeah, if we get more people, maybe we'll start doing more cool things. I I would love to do T-shirts or little buttons. Maybe we I would love a to Uncle yeah. Weepy button do some, or do some swag. Yeah, we do uh, some swag we can give away. We can do a question answer sort of. You get to run the topics we talk about. We of course have complete discretion to ignore you because you might be an idiot. I'm just <laughs> maybe uh, I'm, I'm kidding, uh, but you know. Get get uh, some mention, maybe call in, maybe it'll be hey, we'll we'll talk with you, we'll interview you, you know, be a special part of the show at certain amounts. Love but, to do uh, that. We're all exploring things, and uh, as we're hitting our stride, getting more into this, you know, that's right. It's very important stuff. It is uh, important stuff because we're changing the world. <laughs> we are changing. Faith. We are changing. That straight faith. We're changing the world in the fact that we get to distract you for an hour from. The complete shit fire of dumpster diapers that that's is right. happening in the world right now. That's right. And for only $5 a month, you can extend that to us distracting you for up to two hours a week. That's right. And you could be a part of it. And where is that again? Patreon.com slash Uncle Weepy spelled uh, yeah, I mean, W-E-E-P-Y. Yeah, all one word. Uncle Weepy. U-N-C-L-E-W-E-E-P-Y. Join now. Join now. You'll be you glad forever. you did. I'll love we'll you be glad forever. you did. I'll Paul will you love you forever. He'll love you a long time. I love you. I'll give you hugs. Media Corner. I think there's a show you would love. Maybe you're maybe you're watching it. The new Nick Offerman, Amy Poehler, making it. I haven't started yet, but yes, I want to watch it's it. It's so fun. Like, I think it had. You might like it because it has Boy Scoutish kind of elements to it. Uh huh. Well, I mean, it's all Nick Offerman doing his thing. I'm yeah, sure. it is yeah. actually. It, was he a Boy Scout? I don't know if he was, but he's a very he's a very you know I mean. Oh, he's Ron, very handsome. Ron yeah. Swanson and him. Yes. I mean, there you know, so, there's so many. If you actually never read any of his books, they're pretty good. Like Gumption, it's a good book. Yeah. It's a good read. Anyway, they give patches, sewn patches oh, awesome. for achievements. And they keep the people on. They only get rid of one person every time, but they keep everyone else on the show. They don't keep bringing in new people. Ah. And this cool, crafty, it's all positive. Everyone's encouraging to each other it's not competition to crush other people it's hugs and love and do you need a hand with that yeah okay i'll help you with that and the judges are encouraging but 
giving you feedback that's helpful, not just mean, like American Idol mean kind of thing. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. I like what you're doing here. Oh, I like this. It feels a little incomplete here or, you know, like really cool stuff. Like, yeah, I think you really enjoy it. I get, I just get a kick out of one. It's not about anything other than people being creative. But it's also cool because all of the tasks are about people expressing who they are through creativity. Yeah, which which is awesome. So it's like we want you to make a new family heirloom. So put all of, put your spin on what it means to you to be family. And then you get to all it gets really deep into these people's stories and there's crying. It's just it's really good. It's very good. It was a it was a light in a in a just in a dark you know, tunnel. It's just a dark time right now. There's sure. just no way around it. And that's just like, oh good. Oh, just something where people are kind to each other. And you know that they're all probably have different beliefs and politics, and it doesn't matter because they're crafting and building and supporting each other. It was just kind of great. So I recommend it. Plus Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman are amazing. It's just so yeah, you've been watching Parks and Rec, right? I've been I've been watching the hell out of it. My uh Oldest son Ooh. has started watching it a little bit. I, How far I are you just, now? Well, I I am just now into season six. I'm like oh, a couple shit. episodes in. So I I just oh, now ha- have man. seen the saw the the source of the Andy Dwyer gift. That's always the fast zoom out. <gasps> so <gasps> the pregnant, yeah. yeah, yeah, the pregnant one. So, so doesn't yeah. it get to so like it gets so good? It does. It gets really, it's, really, really good. Yeah, I'm like I. The way that all of the characters are just good people. Not perfect. Not perfect. But, they're but yeah, all... I mean, they're all really good people with, yeah. with good intentions. Yes. Yes. That's what I, I love about the show. I'm like, it's not about being mean or mean-spirited or overly anything. Like, Ron is not even chauvinistic, though they could have made him that way as a character. He could have very easily, but yes, but But no, he's, he's like not. a feminist, if anything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he says he's not an anythingist, but you know, like he's he's very supportive of Leslie and his wife and all women. Like it's like it's really the way they juggle everyone and, and then Tom could just be a total douche of caring nothing about but appearance and how he looks, except that he's smart and he's entrepreneurial and always comes back to being a better person every time he tries something. Like Yeah. And that last season, I'm telling you, you're gonna you're gonna just cry like a baby because it's so oh, good. Oh it's crap. so good. All right. I'm gonna but you can see there's it. already been probably a few episodes where you get a little weepy like, oh man, that was Yeah, you know what amazing. actually there has been, yeah. Yeah. There's a few episodes you watch it like wow they just really just gut punched me really uh-huh. good. Um, I started I started watching Dirty Money. Mm, I've mm-hmm. I've only watched the Volkswagen one. Interesting, right? But it was good. It was very interesting. I didn't realize how far back it went. Yeah, no kidding. Well, and and, <laughs> yeah, and no really kidding. in the fact that and the fact that uh, they're really kind of not the only people to do it. No, like they just got really hammered. They for just it. yeah, they got really hammered for it. But it seems like. They only that really got caught because of at least in European cars, it's pretty prevalent. About the live diesel, yeah. Well, yeah. about like the defeat devices. Oh, the de- right, which still boggles my mind. Yeah, that. I mean, I, I guess it's not that that foreign to think that they could have some sort of sensor that knows that something's been put into it to know that it's being monitored. 
Well, no, the the well, the way the VW one worked is like it, it's it, not moving and it's well, on since a it's track yeah, and, since it's you know the the. the the wheels that don't have the drivetrain, it senses that those are not moving. Oh, they're stationary. Right, yeah, right, right. they're stationary, so it knows it's on a treadmill, and so right. it... Well, I thought they also had sensors to know that something was stuck up the pail, tailpipe or something. Uh, maybe, maybe. I don't know. All yeah, of it is but... like, what an elaborate ruse. Oh, yeah. But it's also because they really couldn't solve a problem that they had promised in advertising to everybody that they couldn't exactly. deliver on. Exactly, yeah. It didn't go back to the '90s. Like it went back. A it long went back time. quite a while. Yeah, that's what was surprising to me. I'm like, oh shit, this goes way, way, way back. It was like mm-hmm. all part of their reimagining of VW. Yes. Yeah, it's good. Like every yeah. episode is going to be like that, where you're like, oh, I kind of remember this, and oh wow, this is oh boy. It just shows you like, uh, free enterprise does not typically lead to great stuff. Yeah, it doesn't. Because free enterprise to people means, oh, let me see how much money I can take from people. Yeah. And that just can lead to really bad shit. Yeah, it can. It can. Yeah, I'm curious when you watch the Kansas City one. Yeah, I'll have to. The the payday loan. Yeah, I have to be in just, I have to be in the right mood to watch those. Because, you know, I mean, it's, A, you got to pay attention. Yeah, and, and B, you know, you gotta you gotta be prepared to get a little bit disgusted or pissed off. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's some right. You're gonna have some righteous outrage pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Like I've never owned a VW, so it didn't bother me. But like payday loan stuff, like I get, I know that. Yeah, or the drug stuff. Oh man, the drug yeah. company stuff really infuriated me. It's a good show. Yep. Uh, I've been watching. I don't know if you ever watched Bloodline. I started watching Bloodline. I don't even know what that is. Netflix. Kyle Chandler, Ben Mendelsohn, who is a treasure of an actor. It's, it's fucked up. It's good. I've heard that the first season. Well, that guy. Great he looks. It, he looks yeah. very familiar. Okay. Kyle Chandler from Friday Night Lights is coach. Yeah, Taylor. yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. him. It's a good show. The first, early, I'm only in the first season, but I'm like, it's it's crazy. Sissy, Sissy Spacek. Um, yeah. Who just died? What's his name? Uh, the playwright and actor. He's oh, only in the first like five episodes or so. Oh, crap. Sam Shepard? Yes. Sam, does, isn't he a playwright? Correct. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I'm talking out of turn on that. Yes, he was. He was an American actor, playwright, author, screenwriter, and director whose body of work spanned half a century. R.I.P. There you go. We went and saw Teen Titans go to the movies a week or so ago. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard heard it's funny. Actually pretty good. Is it worth a big screen look? Because it looked exactly um, like the cartoon. No, oh, it looks exactly the like the cartoon. Yeah. It's just a gigantic, uh, you know, blown up cartoon. Yeah. Um, looks yeah, funny. Yeah, you though. know, it's it, it is. It actually, I like the show. Yeah. So, my son loves that show. You know, so I was it. I know that there were friends of mine who took their kids to go see it that don't like the show, and they they still went out, came out, going, yeah. I mean, it was okay. But um, hmm. if if you like the show, it's 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 really good, um, you know. And and here in a week or so, they they're actually going to continue the story of the movie on the TV show. 
So like at the end of it, oh. it, it showed you know to be to be continued on Cartoon Tied. Network, and then Tied so in. yeah, so they're tying it back in, and uh, and yeah, so they're they're bringing it back, bringing the story back to the uh, back to the network. So that way you got to go watch the movie to know what's going on, and uh, or not because it doesn't really matter. I, I, I would seriously not bet, but I, I it it had I I think. <laughs> Probably my favorite closing line of any movie ever. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so, uh, so at the end of it, Robin was trying to was trying to come up with you know some some lesson that everybody could learn from from all this, and he was or or trying to find something profound to say or. You know, and 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 everybody's trying to get him to shut up, and and you know we're out of we're out of time. The movie's over, blah blah blah. And 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 he and and he was getting real frustrated because he couldn't he couldn't say anything because nobody would let him talk or anything like that. <laughs> and and so like at the very last second, he he grappling hooks himself up to you know it's like this, uh, you know it's simulating this this boom shot, this wide boom shot that's kind of. Pan, you know, coming out away from them and is going up high, and so he grappling hooks the, you know, the camera jib and goes flying up to it and gets up into the, gets up into the, uh, into the lens, and he's like, kids, kids, on your way home, make sure to ask where your parents, or ask your parents where babies come from, and then it just immediately <laughs> goes to black. That's <laughs> <laughs> ah, so me. That's great. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, it was it. Ah, oh, God, I laughed, and and then I was like, going, well, shit, here this comes. But you know, oh, my, my, uh, my my ten year old so clueless, he didn't even it didn't even register yeah. him. So that's how I always but, use uh, that example as an example about how to present information to people. Because when a kid asks you that, you don't go into the full story of the birds and the bees. You only give them the most next logical answer, which is right. Well, babies come from. Uh, uh, um, um, I mean, you can say mom and a dad because it kind of has to happen that way. They, they come from a mom and dad. The baby is born, and that might be all they want. They have another question, then you answer that one. You yeah. don't answer the question in anticipation of a much larger story. They don't right. know that. They're only looking for a little bit of information, and it might be enough. Yep, 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 yep. So that's how content should work. That's how visuals should work. Give people just enough so that they get what they want. If they want more, provide a way to get them to it. But don't give them everything at once. It's overwhelming. It might be too much. Yeah, it, you're you're making me think. You're making me think of the the Patton Oswalt bit about the miracle of childbirth. Yes. Nine months later, she gives birth to a beautiful baby, which I will illustrate by pushing this uncooked Cornish game hen through these gray drapes. Let's get serious. So I had an actual a deep topic I, I've been thinking about. I, maybe you have too all right but the whole uh the whole alex jones info wars oh. freedom of speech shit that's going on yeah yeah it's really conflicting me actually it you know what honestly it is me too because when the supreme court decided about a month ago about the cake bake you know the cake maker 
being able to decide that he does not want to serve people who want messages that disagree with his religion. It bothered me. Uh-huh. But at the same time, is that not what people are sort of demanding? Like, it feels weird to be like Facebook and Twitter should, they should be forced to accept what anybody says. Yeah. Yet the Supreme Court just ruled that, no, they don't have to, which bothered me. But I also believe that Facebook and Twitter, as a platform and business, should be able to tell they have rules, they have terms and conditions and all that stuff to be able to say, no, this violates what we stand for. Mm-hmm. But that contradicts how I feel about the cake maker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm trying to think of what the distinctions are. Like, well, is I, there... Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, I I guess and the and the thing that really got me thinking about it today was I was reading an article about Twitter's glaring omission from the yes. dog pile. Jack said no, he and, didn't violate yeah, any rules. Yeah, Jack yeah. said no, he didn't violate any rules and you know and and it's not up to us to to police this one way or another which mm. in in one certain way, yeah, you're exactly right and I totally agree yeah. with him, but in another right. way we can you can block Block Alex Jones or whatever. Yeah, you, know, you don't you know, follow him. Yeah, but you know, in in an, in another way, it's yeah. I'm just like, but but he, you know, he's him and he's terrible and but you know, one man's but but Twitter is clearly he, taking a stance of we're fine with this. Yeah, which he, yeah, as a I mean, that's, that's the other thing. It's like it's it's in one way, it's yeah, it's an implicit. Agree, you know. I mean, it's not an implicit agreement with it, but yet it is. I mean, so yeah. I mean, it's it's really uh, really tough. You just tu- you just touched on the thing that bu- it gets in my head is is allowing that an agreement with it. And I that's that's what you know that's what's so tough. I don't know, right? Because uh, go into other like speech is not like clearly Twitter and Facebook people aren't speaking. They're typing, writing, right, delivering it digitally. Like there's other ways of expressing as speech in other mediums. For instance, monuments. Mm-hmm. Those are a form of speech, saying these monuments represent a character of someone which we respect and want to honor. By allowing them to be here, you are somewhat. I believe, saying we're okay with this. We're okay with this monument, what it represents and what it speaks. Is that not me? Is that not the same? I mean, I guess the difference, I mean, it gets real. The difference is it's one single item. It's one entity representing one thing rather than Facebook, which is only the, the delivery of a million things. Well, I guess I guess here's here's where here's where I really here's where I really have kind of landed on it. You have It's really hard. <laughs> yeah, because uh, the, you have the rights uh, the rights of a corporation to do what they want and people supposed freedom to say whatever the fuck they want wherever they want. Right. So, Alex Jones is not being shut down. They're just saying you don't do it here. Yeah, just don't do it here. Exactly. And I the guess, First Amendment is about the government saying, "Yeah, you can't do this, and we're shutting you down." Which is not I mean, Twitter and Facebook aren't the government, right? There's no law 
being passed to say InfoWars and Alex Jones cannot exist. They cannot speak. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. <laughs> slavery and the monuments to the slavery are exactly about saying that people can't be and do and express what they want. Which is weird and gets confusing. Like, okay, so we want you get mad when we take down monuments that are a glorification of the limits of freedom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very confusing. Very confusing. Because our rights and our freedoms butt up to each other. If it's all about like a lot of people's freedom of speech butts up against themselves. Well, civil rights. Southern Americans did not want to hear black people trying to stand up for their rights. And the black people were in somewhat uh, civil disobedience, I guess, uh, uh, to the Jim Crow laws at the time. Yeah. So whose freedom of speech is more important? Is it just we go with what is established law or do we allow dissent? I think the First Amendment says that people are allowed to express dissent, right? I, they, I do believe the so. The last part of it. But that goes against also the people being... The problem is also that the people that were trying to squelch them were doing it in a way that was like with hoses and dogs and Yeah, yeah. And it's not like things that were canceled illegal, your account. But, yeah, no, you know, it, uh, right. um, dragging somebody behind a car is a completely different <laughs> yeah. thing than or shutting down a YouTube life. account. Yes, yeah. exactly. So I think there needs, like, people need to think about this in proper perspective. Like, we're just telling him, like, look, or Facebook is. Yeah, look, we just, we, we just don't want your stuff around here. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're spreading lies. You're inciting uh, angry and hateful talk, and we don't want it. Right. Right. It's fine. Isn't that fine? But that counters, again, but it's their right to do that. And, I guess I guess my thing about I guess my thing about Twitter and their and and what they've come out and said is to me it's one thing if they would go okay you know here he is yeah you know what he's he's not somebody we agree with at all but we're not going to you know we're not going to take that away because it's his right to say that stuff whether or not we agree with it but you know we're going to let it you know but they didn't even say that. They just said, oh, he didn't. He didn't do anything for his life. Right. He d- he didn't violate our rules. Yeah. And so I they mean, didn't take any kind of. Yeah. I mean, they didn't take any kind of stance. And I guess that's what bothers me. Twitter never has, though. No, I mean, they. Never, everyone ever expects have. them to, and they never have. No. So if anything, you should expect yeah, it, that Twitter is going to be passive about. Oh all sure. That. I mean, it bothers me. It doesn't surprise me. It, it's it's exactly well, what yeah. I would expect for Twitter to do. They did exactly as I as as they always do. But at the same time, they're like it's sort of like they're all they are is a tool. We are the ones that make it what it is. Yeah, they're trying to say, look, we provided a a, a pathway for you to block people or unfollow and not see it. If you don't want to see it, then who the fuck cares? Just stop following, and then people that like them, they like them. Yeah. Isn't that allowed? They're right. right. Yeah, and I mean, I mean they are right. That not that what freedom is? It's people yeah. saying stupid shit, and you can be all for it. Yeah. Which, I, just, I just would like which, to. I would just like to have better blocking tools so I could block. Uh, you know the the people that retweet. Yes, or I, w- whatever. I would love to. Yes. yes, I mean. Yeah. You can give me that. That's fine. Let him be there. You can mute, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you can mute, but I mean, then you know that topics. becomes that becomes a full time job at some point. It is, you know. I mean, and and luckily, <laughs> luckily for me, knock 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 on wood, 
I I somehow have have not seen a ton of that crap on Twitter, mostly because yeah. I think I was I was very careful about who I who I followed and yeah. and and you know I was I was pretty pretty curative about my about my Twitter. Yeah, when I got on. Yeah, I don't and, know and anyone. Always I don't have any friends. I think that like other than yeah. my asshole neighbor likes Infowars. So, so yeah. So I mean, it's you know, and yeah, but it's my, a little see, echo what, chambery. But I mean, yeah, whatever. I mean, that's. I mean, you would think the people that are have a problem with Alex Jones being silenced, they're also pretty free enterprise. Don't get into my business. Like they should allow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. businesses to operate the way they want, right? Yep. They don't want... Don't tread on me. Right? Don't like. It seems contradictory that you should be so upset that Facebook is kicking Alex Jones out, but you're all for Mr. Cakemaker to be able to do what he wants because it's his business. Right, exactly. Which is what comes back to me. Like, I am, I am also flip side the opposite that they are. Like, I have a problem with Mr. Cakemaker saying, because I... Because you're... you're homosexual i don't want to serve you and so what what did it come down to for me was payment when you're paying someone to do something they should do it correct that is that is my understanding we're of how paying, enterprise works yeah we're not paying facebook or twitter for anything therefore they have a lot of leeway in terms of like hey we'll do what we want you're using our platform for free mhm whereas cake guy is like I don't like you for what you stand for. Your individual cake that's only going to you and not millions of other people. Like his, the I, I understand the argument is that his doing it is an endorsement of a lifestyle that he disagrees with. But I'm like, it's only a, a problem to you and the people that you're making it for. And you publicized it, which made it a problem for everyone, but it wouldn't have been. Whereas Twitter and Facebook, they're open to everybody. Yeah. Therefore, that endorsement is magnified. Like, that's where I see the difference in terms of, like, an individual person dealing with another individual. That becomes, to me, specific and hateful. Whereas an individual to millions is chaotic and unspecific and open with lots of other, like... There's no mute tools or unfollow tools with a cake. You know, like if there's a one, if there's one, I am cake, going to unfollow that cake. Yeah, like if there's one cake maker in your town and you're gay and he doesn't want to serve you, what the hell do you do? Supreme Court says, like, yeah, sorry, you can't get cakes. I guess. You know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. feel like like it's real fuzzy though. Like, I don't even like my own arguments because it's really contradictory and i understand that and it bugs me because i don't want to be that flip side of what i dislike i get it so it's that's what's been really bought way in me is like god i can't i don't like what twitter has done but i gotta i gotta allow it i guess otherwise we're getting into the slippery soap uh, a slippery slope of Telling businesses how to operate. I mean, I guess we do anyway. We do have rules and regulations of how you do business. Yeah. The defraud and, and all sorts of things, you know, they do exist. So 
the the speech run up against the liberty of a business if they're not breaking any laws i mean that's also fuzzy i mean someone did go into a pizza parlor with a gun because of what infowars was talking about yeah exactly you know and that, and that's yeah and that's where that's where again it starts getting it gets tough for me again because yep you know it's insightful of violence, potential violence, yeah, quite a bit. You know, because if it if it weren't if it weren't for that and like the the Sandy Hook truthers and all the oh things like God. that, oh my God, I forgot I would about be, that. All the I would, Sandy Hook, I, yeah, I would be like, okay, you know what, the guy's a dick, but give him a break. But I the mean, the guy's a dick, and he is he's made people already suffering suffer more and have to move out of their fucking homes because people are like, yeah, You're actors and faking, like, yeah. God. That's harassment. I mean, basically, he's endorsing harassment, which is also, I believe, illegal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. it's fuzzy because I guess he would say, like, I'm not telling people to do it. They're just doing it on their own accord. And he also has claimed that it's a character, so it's not him doing it. It's someone else. Duh. And that whole, the whole divorce claim in terms of, like, his wife, he said, like, it's a persona. It's not real. Which obviously the followers refuse to acknowledge. Yeah, it's. I'm real torn on it. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. Well, and mostly it's because like the people that are butt up against are complete libertarians who believe that there should be no rules. I'm like, yeah, that's just stupid. Yeah, so, and like I'm sorry, that is some real utopian myopic thinking that people are going to operate reasonably because they don't. Nobody does. Not even libertarians operate reasonably. They just want to not be told what to do, but that just lets people do whatever the fuck they want, which that's why we eventually create societies with rules. I'm yes. sure way early on, there are plenty of societies that had no rules, and they realized, well, without some guidance, things get pretty crazy. What's, what's the value of a dollar? What's the value of these goods? How do we exchange food for clothing? You're the, you're the person that makes clothes. I'm the one that has food. If there's no rules and what this means and what it's valued, what do we do? Like, that's the most rudimentary of it, but that's the start of it. Yeah. It's, it's like myopic thinking, thinking, I suppose, but it's, it's not fun. Nope. It's and, and it feels like that's all that Trump is doing is just pushing all of these. I mean, I know Trump doesn't have anything to do with Alex Jones, but to some degree he does because he's been on that show and is a huge proponent of some insane conspiracy theories himself. But yeah, he's pushing all of these known, you know, these amendments and, and rules against each other to basically say like what, what are you going to do about it nothing you're not going to do anything like it's, it's just like feels like anarchy is this close you have questions or topics for the show call 816-535- 1094 and leave a voicemail or reach us on Twitter at Uncle Weepy. If you enjoyed this show, first rate and review the show on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Your review helps the podcast robot suggest this show to other listeners. 
Second, consider supporting the show on Patreon. Patrons of the show get access to exclusive after-show material. Several levels of support are available. Visit patreon.com slash uncleweepy for details. Thank you.